Uh, yep, I have a piece of mail. Okay. You got you Sounds got good. any you got any instruments in that room? Do I got any instruments in this room? Yeah, I got my white girl ukulele. Oh, okay. Start start strumming something real calming. Okay, I'm like, I gotta get the bunch of dead air. It's a bunch of dead air. Waving. You yeah. call for the dead. You this is entrapment. This, what the I, fuck? I was just I just was trying to start it out real real tranquil and let's here. Wait here. That doesn't feel very tranquil to me. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a soothing Gus and Eddie podcast. Uh, we're just sitting here with <laughs> with uh, some coffee. It's a little bit earlier in the morning for us. Um, this guy sounds so <laughs> awful, dude. <laughs> I was like flinching to it at some point. <laughs> Welcome back to the Gus and Eddie podcast. Today it's just me and Gus. Uh, you know, like, okay, that's it. What do you want from us? I don't know. Fucking figure it out. Choose your own adventure. What do you want us to talk about? Here's the thing. We've talked about it as well. I, I truly, I'm, I still stand by us uh, setting a precedent. And also, I mean, again, we, we have our own little, everyone's got their own little quarantine break things. So we can't trustworthy still do the podcast in person. But oh boy, do I miss it, Gus. Oh boy, do I miss it. You know what I miss more than anything, <clears throat> and I do agree that largely the p- podcast isn't as compromised, but it's that f- finite little minute timing for when we can just do the back and forth bits in ah, person. And yeah, shit. man, that's I saw a clip before, and I was just like, oh, the the types of bits that we could do were so much easier and playing characters. I feel like when we're looking in each other's eyes, but yeah. um, we should definitely, I think do uh, a late night uh, uh, drinking podcast because we haven't done one in a while. We should do that in Dude. like a couple episodes. That sounds great. Just a, just a chill vibe and shit. One. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe maybe one of the, the guests is one of our close boys or something. And then we yeah. just do it. We, we do one of our... Here's the thing. I really thought I was like... Earlier this year, I was like, this Christmas special at least will be normal. We got to do something. We got to get drunk on our Christmas special if we're still gotta doing do it, it uh, distanced. Mm-hmm. Absolutely got to do it. We'll play some fun games, too. Last time we played Guess What Tim Allen's Doing These Days. Dude, Remember I that? I think, was that uh, was that the first Christmas Was that Christmas two one? years ago? I think that was 2018 Christmas, Oh, my. Dude. What the fuck is happening, Sometimes dude? I think about, well, actually, I, I, I thought about this recently. So, in October of 2017, I think it was like October 30th, is when I uploaded my Lele Pons commentary video, which was then deleted and I re-uploaded it. So, if people are like, the date's not right. Yeah, I know. Um, which means that was the official start of like, you had been kind of professionally doing YouTube for maybe, cause we met before it was really professional for you. So maybe like three months right before like that yeah, video took off so. for me, which means we're in that range now of really doing this for three years. And that's oh, crazy man. to me. Cause I still feel new. I feel like we're both like just new kids on the block. Damn. Well, that's yeah. It just feels really fucking odd. What year was that? Was that 2017? Uh, the year that the Lely Pons video came out. Yeah, that yeah. was 2017. It was the end of 2017, and then um, uh, yeah, we started the podcast in like August of 2018. So the podcast Jesus is Christ. you know fucking two years old, which is crazy to me. Is, and, is our podcast older than Ethan and Ela's child? I don't know. Let's. I, 
I, I was just going to say, let's look that up, but then I was like, yeah, I feel I, so creepy. I was going to say the, ba- the same thing. I really don't want to. Dude, <laughs> that's, um, it's weird to me because I, I think for most people, it's going to be hard to measure how long you've been doing something because of the pandemic. Because yeah. it's like you definitely, we've, I feel like the pandemic has felt longer than any other like months or years ever, right? Like it just feels very long, but, um, I, f- I feel like when we count the podcast, I'm still going to count this as, as like part of the, the time we've been doing it, but it's not the same. You know what I mean? It's so weird. Yeah. Like it, it, it actively doesn't feel like as in, like as present in our lives because it's not as tactile too. You know, it's like we're not setting up the set and listening to music on the phone and like going and, and being like, yo, you want to go scoot down and get some breakfast before the podcast and get the good energy up and then set up and then do it. Oh, like, I forgot about getting breakfast and going on those dude, wheels, bikes. Dude, how, oh man, oh, we were living dude. life and we didn't even know it yet. We didn't even fucking know it. The amount of shit that I fucking took for granted. We the Again, is, there's a little throwback shit. Eddie and I would just like go and we'd just like scoot down to a cafe and just get an iced coffee and some bacon and eggs and shit. Sometimes and we'd sh- see some of you on the way there and that was we cool. We would literally fucking do that. It's like, how cool is that? We'd, we'd be on the way to get jazz for the podcast, see someone that's like, yo, I love the podcast and be like, thanks. Dude, and then scoot and go do it fucking fuck i will say i will say i to the point where it's almost annoying did appreciate it at the time because you know like every day we did it i, I would be like can you imagine telling 12 year old us we'd just be getting breakfast and going on electric bikes before work and uh that is true dude yeah, yeah. it's like just to think about how like beautifully childish our schedule was it was like wake up at 10 Go walk and get some breakfast. And then in between breakfast and work was an hour of dedicated electric bike time where yeah. we would just like, it would be too early to go. We wouldn't just go back to the apartment. We would just like zoom in and out of the neighborhoods just, you know, for fun. It, it was. And ugh. the most difficult decision and part of our day was, oh, Eddie, we listened to our Earth, Wind, and Fire yesterday and the Bee Gees on Tuesday. <laughs> Who are we going to listen to on the electric <laughs> bikes while we scoot around today? Dude, I can't. We have to get back to that when things go back to normal. I have to, oh I have to get back to my... There's something so good about going to breakfast, and I can't describe how much I love it, especially if it's nice weather and the place is outdoor. There's just something <sighs> great... But especially like our our other biggest problem at the time, guys, and this was huge, was we love we loved this breakfast spot, and they knew us, and we were regulars. Probably what would what would I say like three times a week about Gus? Oh, minimum. You, I had you a went way work. more, especially when I was back home. You were there like every morning. Oh, pretty much every single fucking. I get to the point where every individual cashier pretty much knew my go-to order. I'd have right. the same and fucking. We would walk up, and they would be like, they'd say our exact menu item. And so the yep. thing is, loved all the people there. They could not get the orders right, even though it was the same every day. And it was just oh funny God. because it was it was one of those big breakfasts. So it came with like sausage and bacon and pancakes, and it was just like. Very simple and, and not even in a way where Gus and I would complain. It was almost cute where it was just every day, one of the big breakfast items they just wouldn't bring out. And you have to be like, hey, sorry, I just didn't get the sausage. Oh, no problem. And they'd bring it out. But it was just like, 
can you guys, do you just make a checklist of like what's in this dish? Because it was yeah. like every, it was like every single day. Oh, which one don't you have? Okay, that's fine. Sometimes and you just was, be like, ah, oh, whatever. It's no big deal. <laughs> it was so prevalent where it's like most of the time, like we, we would take guests there all the time. If the boys are visiting, family, like podcast oh. people, whatever. And you, and you tell them ahead of time, like, hey, just so you know couple of the meals are going to get messed up and then it would just happen like yeah. it was so on cue every time that's but. what i felt bad for sometimes is because like sometimes i remember it, it might have been jakey or drew we took them there and it was like they didn't get their food for like i think 20 minutes after everyone else got their food and oh, it was just yeah. like those i just feel bad for where i'm like wait it's part of the charm that they forget stuff here and then they get absolutely yeah. fucked over. <laughs> I'm like, it's the charm. It's the charm of the place. What I didn't get to is in that place, there were, I never saw fewer than like four or five employees in this tiny like thing. And uh -huh. most of the time when we went there to eat, we were like one of maybe two or three people or groups there. Like it was so unbusy. Yeah. And it was still, it's like, this is the only set of two meals coming through the kitchen and like significant stuff is going to be messed up. And I want to stress again, we, we didn't like complain. It would always just be like, Hey, so sorry. Uh, sausage. Oh, sausage. Right. Yeah. No, I'll be right back. It was yep, like every single time, man. You know what I love too? whether or not it's with that one or uh, the other or like any other breakfast shit out here. Uh -huh. It's like I've said before, I'm not a huge eggs over easy guy. What the fuck is it in L.A. when you order like over hard? Most of the time, it's they'll still be kind of like leaky and runny and shit like that is transcended location for me. A lot of the times where I'll be like, I, I want them over hard, still leaky. I think it's more than L.A. just because uh, my sister orders uh, eggs over hard. And um, it's just it's one that I straight up if I liked eggs over hard, I wouldn't order because I just it's it's a tough one. to It's a tough one to nail. I feel like I've seen That's it just, just messed it. up so many times. And it's like I will eat over easy sometimes, but there is an element in my brain where I'm just like, this is. Sometimes I don't want to eat the raw runny egg yolk stuff though. Like even if it's completely safe, it's just it's one of those little things, you know? It's just like I'm I'm, I'm kind of squeamed on it. I don't want to eat that, you I, know? I hear you. I um when I when I open a package of sour cream, I, I drain that little gross juice at the top before I mix it. I hear you. Sometimes good, runny stuff good. grosses me out. Good, good. Dude, and again, okay, with this fucking our our favorite breakfast spot Wait, I'm gonna sneeze. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. I knocked you. my food on the ground. Damn it, the pregunta's got all jumbled up now. Did you do a big sneeze for the bit? Is that what happened? Because that's what it sounded like. Or was I didn't it even do it. It was a naturally recurring recoil. Eddie. Oh man, that's you got a <clears throat> yeah. deagle recoil on your sneeze. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little deagle action going there. Anyway, um, this this cafe of ours was the best, and the meals were pretty cheap and shit. And we go there all the time, and then like. A few months before the pandemic, like, they started remodeling, and it was like, oh, okay, well, you'd go in there every day, and, like, one new thing would be done. Like, there'd be new stuff on the walls, mm -hmm. or maybe they're painting the tables and stuff like that. And then it was just like, oh, it's getting better, it's getting better. And then it rebranded to something else, and then immediately shut down. Yeah. Like, like and then it was, like, for was months, this? and we checked Two in. or three months before the pandemic? Maybe At more, least, probably like yes, five or six. It was five or six, and then it would just be like, hey, what the fuck? And the weird thing is you could Google the business because previously when you'd Google the business name, there was only one iteration of it before, 
And then like, I, so then I would start calling, I'd Google it and I'd call and be like, hey, are you guys open today? And they're like, yeah, we're open. And I'm like, I'm outside the storefront. And nobody's in there. Well, they had, they like, had a, a couple they, they had a chains, second I think. One. Yeah, yeah. They, I think they had two or three restaurants. And I could never get it out of anybody. I was like, what happened to this location over here? And they were just like, uh, I don't know. We're open today. Like, I couldn't fucking figure it out. And it's they weren't like, closed or for sa- or like leasing out that spot. And it's still, I, I, I saw it kind of recently. And it is still there. And yeah, so it's I'd like, it. yeah. what? I mean, I guess if it was closed down, they're not going to sell the spot right now, probably. But um, it's just crazy mm-hmm. to me. Like, what? They just they spent all this money on a remodel, and then the second it was done, they're like, we're closing up shop. But they didn't yeah. close. <laughs> what happened? They didn't close. Uh, you know what? Okay, this is going to sound too good to be true, Eddie. Mm-hmm. But it reminded me of something that I completely forgot to tell you a couple weeks ago because we've had a few guest podcasts in a row and like okay. mail hasn't been a centerpiece of this. Anyway, I got a, about two or three weeks ago, I got another phone call from the post office. Oh. And, and I promise you, Eddie, I am not doing a bit. It was the same guy. Yes. And he again said... This is not a storage unit. I promise, dude. He said the same line again. I am not. I know, guys. I know how good of a bit it would be to just say that. But I fucking promise. He calls me up again and he was just like, hey, Mr. Johnson, not trying to be uh, problematic here. But uh, you got your mail is building up here, man, and it's just like we're we're not a storage unit, man. We're just we're not a storage unit. So it's like Which, if I if you need me to talk to you about getting a bigger box or something, that's fine. But like that is not the purpose of this thing. Can I tell you something? Which Eddie? if yeah yeah, I went down to the post office. Why don't you guess how many packages had piled up? Oh my god! Um, based on the last one, so the last one was two bins, right? It was two little two, bins full, tiny two, bins. Yeah, yeah, two relatively small bins. After me having not gone to the post office since, like, I picked it up, like, very end of June. I probably hadn't gone since like the first part of March. Okay, and here's there was my guess. Two medium so bins. we asked people to be respectful and not send podcast mail, but some people maybe were listening to old episodes and did it, and they didn't sure. hear the directions. So I'm going to say, since I trust my boys, even though you know there's like a couple hundred thousand of them now because we got the audio listeners and the YouTube people, mm-hmm. I'm going to say only eight boys slipped through. That's my guess. Can I tell you something, Eddie? Yeah, five. Wow. God, five. I'm, so, I'm impressed by our boys. Everybody's listening to directions, and I'm sure those other five just listen to old episodes. And let me ask you something. Are these car-sized packages to take up a bunch of public storage at the at the U.S. Postal Service? Let me just run the data metric analytics. Oh, it's a Unix system. I'm in. Oh, uh, no, Eddie. They're actually uh, softball to, at best, loaf of bread-sized packages. Five of those. Well, I guess it's not a storage unit. Yeah. Can I just? I just. Are you? Sh- are you certain though? Like, have you seen it? it- I, I, I'm sure if I called the postal service, they would say this is not uh, public storage. This is a place we do mail. That's my guess. And uh, maybe. But can you check though? <sighs> can I? Okay, I'll check. Guys, he's checking. Okay. Just if you have to go poop or pee, don't Is do it now. Is the USPS a storage <coughs> unit? 
What's Ubit. Um, I see an article from CNN. Uh, a postal worker rented a storage unit to hide mail because he felt pressured to deliver it. <gasps> oh my god, dude! We we blew this case wide open. They, dude, they did the. They turned it into a storage unit. Listen, guys, I, I think we got him. I think we got the postal service. Are you? <laughs> Maybe we should have shut it down. We should defund it now, dude. <laughs> Nix it. Fuck it, dude. Okay, uh, though. Honestly, <laughs> we're clearly doing a bit, and it's just like, guy, I'm not trying to be a fucking problem here, but I had five. Pieces of mail. So I went down there and I got it. I could carry all of it in one hand, you know? And I'm just like, I understand you are all doing difficult jobs and you're in difficult positions. And maybe in a previous life before the pandemic, it was a different precedent to set for how to have a post office box. But I kid you not, I would be gone for months at a time. I would stroll over there. And Eddie, you were with me sometimes. We would bring out fucking laundry bins full it, of mail. Yeah, because guys, we would we would go. I would say like bi-weekly, and the podcast was in full swing. So every week we were asking for packages. So we'd get mm-hmm. there, and just naturally that week we'd have like bins and bins full that we'd have to like walk back or stock a car up with. And so yeah. this is like this is rookie shit compared to before, yeah. man. This is nothing. <laughs> And it's just like, and I literally, I, I'm so involved with the, like, largely the people there. Not everyone works there that they used to before the pandemic and stuff. But it's like, I've literally been in the bowels of that post office because I made friends with the people. I'd go get them Starbucks gift cards because I was like, I know there's a lot of volume of mail and stuff. I want to make it as easy as possible. I don't want to be a problem for you guys. So, like, we were super chill. And, like, I was vibing with all those middle-aged ladies at the post office. They let me come back there and they gave me a tour of it one time and shit. And it's like whenever I go to get, like, the mail and stuff, like, they just open up one of the side doors and Mm -hmm. I see in there the whole time. So it's like when I go to pick this thing up, it was quite literally just, like, they had one small box in the corner of, like, a pretty large empty room. And I was like, "You, you tell me that you're sending people to, like, call me about this? Like... I really like I if this is a problem for you guys, okay, that's I get it, but I'm just surprised that this amount of mail is a problem. And you know what I was I was even more frustrated about is I went and I did that secondary trip. I took the five packages back, and then I get a call later in the day from the guy, and he was like, Hey man, he's like, You didn't grab your box mail. Cause when I went there I had my different apartment keys, like the new ones, and uh-huh. I and I had my 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 post office box key was on my old ring. So I was like, ah, fuck it. You know, I guess I'll just there's a few letters in the box, you know. Uh-huh. But that's fine. So the guy was like calling me again, he's like, Yo, you forgot your box mail, dude. Like, what are you doing? You gotta come back and get it. And I was just like, I I I'm sorry, dude, I get it. And dude, Eddie, I went in and I bought fucking $50 worth of Starbucks gift cards when I went to pick up those five packages to just say, hey, man, I'm sorry you had to call me twice uh, trying to not make this a problem for you guys. I went and I handed them out to multiple people and stuff. And he called me and he was just like, hey, first of all, appreciate the gift cards. That was a cool gesture. Thank you. He's like, but you got to come get this box mail. And I'm just like, I fucking, ah, dude, I'm not leaving the house. Like, fucking, I seriously doubt that my tiny, tiny mailbox that's probably 90% full of small letters is an issue. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the thing is, you got to come pick up your mail. It's not, we're not living, 
this isn't storage wars. You got you got to go pick up your mail. You know, and so I guess really when you really weigh it, it's just like it's not a storage unit, you know? Gus? I can't see you, so silence won't do me any good with whatever bit you're doing. I don't know if you walked out or if it's just uh, me if you're listening the whole time. I just want to make sure you know. I know the guy told you it wasn't a storage unit, but I thought maybe hearing it from a friend would have done something uh, positive. So I just thought that maybe I would tell you as well. Um, so you can come back to You can start talking again whenever you need to. Uh, just make sure we're not leaving any storage in the in the post office because it's not a storage unit. And so we just want to make sure that we uh, don't take up too much space there because they, uh, they do mail and um, that's pretty much it. So, um, wait. <laughs> wait. I just got <laughs> a message from Gus that says he can't hear me. So, he, I was I was actually just... Gus? Dude, did, did you just... Yeah, we'll explain. All right, so I didn't hear whatever the fuck Eddie just said. <laughs> it cut out. It cut out, so Gus wasn't... I thought he was doing a bit and ignoring me, but it just completely cut out. Oh, I The last God. thing I said was that it wasn't a storage unit, and I was met with silence for like a minute and a half. That's hilarious, dude. That's fucking hilarious. Well, I mean, it isn't at the end of the day. At the end of the day, man. It's not a storage unit. It's not. Unit. So it's anyway... I don't, I'm just like, I don't know what to tell the guy. Like, I don't want it to be problematic, but it's like, I'm not going in there a couple times a week, if every week, you know? It's like, mm. there's no fucking packages coming in. I'm Like, you can call me all you want. I don't want to create a problem, but I, I just, objectively speaking, I don't see how this is a problem, you know? Yeah. Like, there's yeah. nothing, there's nothing going into that P.O. box, pretty much, so. Especially if you're, if you're, uh, if your actual, like, mail wasn't full, and it was just close to full. Then it's like, is he? Did he check the inside to see how packed it was to call you? Yeah, I'm just like, I don't know what to tell you here. Like, how many people are going to the post office right now? Like, how do you guys have less room? Who is trying to do more mailing right now? Is it right. just because of an election year stuff? And even still, that doesn't stack up. That's tiny shit, you know? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, there's literally no way of knowing. Also, did there we put no out a Pregunta's tweet? No, but I figured uh, since we didn't ask Ted a single question last week, right, uh, right, I right. had a shitload of questions pulled, and cool. many of them were not Ted specific. So, all right, we're just well going to vibe out on that. Let's do some preguntas. All right, everybody, follow us on Twitter at Eddie Burback and at Gus Buckets. Again, the, the quest for at Gus Johnson continues. We'll fight the good fight, brothers. Thanks for staying strong. Um, ask us your questions uh, or preguntas. That is. Preguntas actually means questions in English, so mm-hmm. just wanted to kind of fill in the gaps on that one. Okay. Um, at so anyway, at S one N Byte asks, what percentage of the world's population realistically do you think that you could beat in a one v one death match? Obviously, ignoring stamina and all that stuff, just um, individually. Huh. I feel like we we both have if we're just stacking against mostly everyone. We're both pretty, t- like, like of the, the world average, pretty tall. And mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're a couple of beefy boys as well. So I feel like we beefy. got that on us. I'm going to say 
I think it's fair for me to say I think 80%. I also think 80%. And I don't I really think do. that's ridiculous at all. I really think that I could beat up 80% of the world. Because let's say how many people in the world are over 65 Okay. Oh, I even think about old people, dude. That's where I was I'm just, just like, thinking of everybody as like able-bodied young like fighters. You know what I mean? But like, so already seven hundred and three. Wait, there's only seven hundred and three million people over the age of sixty-five in 2019. What? That's still a really big portion. That's close yeah, to a billion. That's I, close I, to I, an eighth. Oh yeah, I suppose. Okay, so here that's three, many, almost three United States. Well, not really, but it's it's a little more than two. But world pop. Okay, the world population is seven point. We'll just say seven point five or seven point seven is is what it's looking like here. Okay. Okay. So seven point seven. So already, if I'm going seven seven and then zero 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 zero, it'd be that it would be seven. Billion, right? Because it would you had seven hundred million, so you'd take yep. away this. So seven hundred million minus or minus. Oh, I guess. Oh, duh. Yeah, quick math. Okay, so seven billion. We've already knocked off seven hundred million. I really think that obviously, barring any of those like freak of nature things, where sometimes you'll see some like now this this eighty five year old grandma can do fucking ten thousand push ups in a day yeah, and can I, like like she could kick our asses. I know he's old people, too. I feel like I feel like there's a chance Schwarzenegger would still like rock my shit though. I feel like he's still got some pretty big arm he's definitely we're definitely faster. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he still works out. So yeah. like I'm not counting him out. And like, I'm sure the there's only- a couple bodybuilders like you're saying. That's just it, and I gotta assume it's like point oh 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 one percent of people that are like over the age of sixty five yeah. that are like the fucking Stallones and Schwarzeneggers that could just fucking kill us. Even with like Stallone and Schwarzenegger, though, you're right about the speed. Like they get us in the close hand, you know. And yeah. if we're like really slow, like they could fucking clock us. But they just need one to land. We got yeah. the dexterity and the agility, so we just gotta be bouncing and jumping around, going Arnold. Yeah, I also feel like if you pushed Arnold really hard, maybe. Actually, wait, no. Remember when that guy tried to fucking drop kick Arnold and he didn't move like three years ago? Oh, yeah. Never I forgot mind. about. Yeah, we can't do anything to him. For real. Okay. He, he was sucker punched, drop kicked in the back, and he didn't fall down. <laughs> like, that's Damn. fucking insane. I can't believe that. That's really true. That's true. So I think we, we lop off Arnold, no question. Um, all of Ohio, I, obviously. All if of I'm Ohio. Trying to pander. Um, every Ohio. single, uh, not every single mom, especially if they had a gun. Um, but uh, so eleven point seven people, eleven point seven people, a million people in Ohio. Eleven point seven people in Ohio. But yeah, that would make sense. Wait, 11. do you mean million mi- people in Ohio? <laughs> million or yeah, million. Okay, million. I was like, what's the <laughs> point seven of a person? It's like we'll get there. We'll get, he's he's growing. Just let him give him time. <laughs> um, he'll finish. So, he'll get the face soon. <laughs> so we can we can add um 11.7 million to the set so we got 711 million um yeah i really think most women over the age of 50 though i could just fucking obliterate yeah you know? oh absolutely if you're a woman over the age of 50 I, sorry you're getting sent into the women? sky like team rocket and pokemon for me <laughs> <laughs> i'm hitting you with one uppercut and you're going so high that a little star bing We'll go in the, in the sky like a like a home run hit at a magical <laughs> child's baseball game. <laughs> All right, wait, wait. How many women over the age of fifty are there in the world? 
Do you think they have this metric? I think so. Or, or I would. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that it's not the top Google result. Like it's not a floated thing, you know? Well, because I get 65 because it's near retirement age, right? So that would make sense to get the um, the the boomer statistics in. All right. How many women in there are there in the world 2020? Currently, the women population of women uh, is estimated to be 30. What the fuck is this? How many females are there in the world? Okay, so literally close to 50%. So you got to assume there's 3.5 billion like women and then over the age of 65 or of 50 though. Cuz I really I, think I again don't know, most of the time this is, we're talking about generational like birth rates if we're talking about, you know what I mean? That's but true, yeah. I I definitely anybody with allergies I'm rocking their shit. I'll just throw oh, some dude. throw some pollen in your face or like make you eat a a, a, a chocolate bar with peanuts in it. Uh, Ethan Nestor, our good friend, fucking throw one peanut at him. It ping right off his wrist, just fucking drops down. Damn, dude, that's just dirty. <laughs> Ethan actually has like a deathly allergy. I'm so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Instead of like brass knuckles, you just like dip your hand into like the DQ chocolate and then dip it into the, <laughs> the, the peanut sprinkles for Sundays and going and swinging. I'll, you know what I do? You know, so it's somebody with a peanut allergy and he gets ready for a fair fight. I I walk out. I, I'm somewhere behind a wall or something. I walk out with two flipped upside down blizzards that have peanuts in them just Dude. to prove that they're so concrete that they won't fall out. And then I just run at them, you know? That's just, yeah, double fist of fury going out like that. Bam. <laughs> so any, anybody with allergies for sure. Anyone who's yep. left-handed, I'll fucking destroy. Oh, yeah, um, my right hand hooks. Pop! Can't counter that. Yeah. Uh, people uh, who... People who wear shorts below their um, below their knees, I feel like would actually kill me. Yeah, uh, if you're that's still true. following the basketball shorts trend, there's a good good chance you can beat the shit out of me. That's uh, true. Huh? I would say okay. Given given the breakdown, long shorts people, any woman over the age of fifty, except for like really really in shape people, anybody over the age of sixty five. And people with choco dip peanut al- allergies, I assume that that makes up at least a third of the world's population. Minimum. Right. And so uh, people who are lactose intolerant, uh, just we'll to squirt them. some milk on them and they'll, I don't know, I don't burn in the sun. I think that's what happens to them. Uh, I don't really know the science behind it, but I'm pretty sure that you're like, it's like Dracula walking outside in the day. Um, but I think. Um, what else? What else could we eliminate? Well, we could pretty easily people eliminate. who use loofahs. Uh, I people that use loofahs, yeah, because it's like you know they're like, oh, you don't get as clean unless you use a loofah. It's like, bitch, you've been using the same loofah for four months. You got like fucking four months of grunge and sperm and shit in there. That's not yeah. you're, that is not a critical thinking individual. Add them onto the pile. Um, anybody that owns a pizza place that requires, not has the option to, but that requires you to tip ahead of time, yeah, they're they're fucking maniacs. We can easily beat the shit out of those people. No rationale there. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Uh, people with the um, people who who make uh, foods that only look good for Instagram and don't taste good. Uh, I feel yep. like you could you could blow wind at them and they'll just like fly out a window. Yeah, um, no survival skills. They're not getting rations. They're surviving off of like crepe paper and yeah. They're fondant, like, oh look, know? the the cheeseburger's purple, and it's like okay, Whoa. and then I beat the shit out of them. 
Yeah, um, exactly, dude. Oh, anybody that listens to uh, loud music or videos in waiting rooms, elevators, buses, or any form of public congregation. the absolute worst. If you've ever spoken on FaceTime in public um, and, not, and not whispered into your headphone, uh, then you are I'm, – I'm, my fist is coming through the screen right at your face. That's true. That's true. Um, I think we're up to at least 78% Listen, right I'm going to say it. Population. I'm going to say it. What? P- People who bought a boosted board because of Casey Neistat. I just stick my arm out, fucking clothesline them right in my bastard. That's just it. Because you know they're bringing the boosted board to the fight, too. Especially <laughs> the fucking, anybody who purchased one of those fucking hoverboards a couple of years ago, dude. Yeah. I will fucking, I will I'll push that hoverboard near a cliff and you will fly off like the man who invented Segway. There um, you go. There are how many huh. hoverboards sold? million people you just killed with that one move, Eddie. They're out of here. They're they're out of here. Swift, I'll sweep the leg, and it'll shoot from under them, and they'll break their back. Um, Dude, how many boosted boards sold? Uh, Oh, I got another one. That not there. What? I could absolutely 100% guaranteed I could beat the shit out of anyone who's gone as Heath Ledger's Joker for Halloween. I will fucking destroy anybody, especially in the last five years. Oh, my God. I will sweep the leg, and you will just fucking fly to the ground. There's no way. But And the thing is, it's a technical win, even though they will never agree that you beat them. They will will try to talk your way like, you just got lucky. Like, stupid yeah. kid. As, as they're player. getting up and their white face makeup <laughs> is smudged on the floor. <laughs> yeah, there's, a fa- there's like a wincing face print like implanted onto the tile the, there. The sweat from the fight has their green hair dye dripping down their forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what does that put us at? I think we're well near 97% at this point globally, though. Yeah, I'm, I wonder how much of our audience that's listening is like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, why me? <laughs> Some of those weren't even things I hated. I just fucking listened to them because they sounded funny. So anyway, you ask what percentage. Oh, wait, can I add one more? Yeah, please Anyone who plays Kirby in Smash, I will fucking obliterate you in real life. Oh, okay. Well, adding in that last-minute metric, let me just kind of redo the numbers here. That's putting us at 99%, dude. Wow, that's higher than I thought. It is higher. And we did use proper metrics and math. And these two uh-huh. things combined uh, would indicate that this is reliable data. So I really feel good about the the data point that we've arrived at here. So congratulations to us, Gus and Eddie, the near heavyweight champions of the entire world. Okay, um, there we Honestly, go. I guess we got the title. We would go claim our belt right now, but it's fucking COVID shit. You know what I mean? Can dude? I ask like, you a question just, too? Yeah. What's up? What up? I think this is an interesting pregunta for everybody. Um, what guests that we've had on the podcast could we beat up, or could kick our ass? Could kick our ass. First, Let's, my first thought is Bruce would beat the shit out of me. Bruce, Bruce would, would de- Bruce would fucking probably. Bruce would do like like uh like you know when a gorilla like pound, or chimpanzee <laughs> pounds down on somebody. Bruce would just fucking destroy me. Um, Dude, and you know what? Bruce would not only destroy me, but I would feel so ashamed and bad about it too. Yeah. Where <laughs> mentally, I could never recover. I honestly, I'm trying to think other than Bruce, who we've had on, that I think could confidently beat the shit out of me. And I'm nobody's well, really coming to mind right now. Let's look. I haven't updated the guest playlist as much on the Gus and Eddie podcast uh, thing, but let's look. I Gus think with all of us, there'd be a very, very interesting fight between us and Jakey, but I would never want to do it. 
Yeah. And um, I think Jakey's got the fucking height on us, though. That's he's, he does he's have the Jakey's height. like fucking what six four, six three. Yeah, I also think individually with me, Jakey, and you, each of us probably think that we would win. So there's uh-huh. no actu- accurate way that we could assess <laughs> it because we would all just die on the hills, being like, "Bro, I would totally yeah. win." All right, guest episodes. <laughs> Jakey would be a threat. We're fucking tanking Phil easy, I feel like. I'm, you know? I'm dropping Phil in a second. There's He's no gotten way. fucking we, soft. He had a kid he doesn't want to kill anymore. We, we don't have He's to move no through morals. everyone that I think we could beat up. I just need the people that are contenders to beat right. us up. I'm looking down here. I'm looking. <clears throat> Chris Melberger would be yeah, pretty Chris good. Is, Chris is a tall dude as well. Chris would uh, give a, give us a run for our money for sure. He's athletic, too, is the big thing. Yeah. Man, other than that, dude, we could fucking kick the shit out of our guests. <laughs> well, We could totally do that. For the future guests of the Gus Nutty podcast, fucking tr- start training now. Um, do it now. We're, I, you ready. know what? Let's set kind of a precedent here because I just really want to keep this sort of like power position on top here. Let's only... Uh, bring guests on for the rest of the whole podcast existence that we could clearly physically dominate. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, absolutely. I'm just like you know, as hosts, like we have to maintain that kind of like that tone and that sense of mm-hmm. authority. And it's like if we're getting on like Ronda Rousey and like fucking Usain Bolt and shit, like we're gonna get we're fucked. You know, mm-hmm. like people won't respect us. So absolutely. Next week, Grandma Shirley Curry. Do you think? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. We'll get her on. We'll get Skyrim Grandma. <laughs> Hi, boys. So we're bad at our jobs, and we forgot to record the ads during our recording. So I'm here in my stream room at night, um, and I'm going to read it now. So today's sponsor is Candid, longtime uh, sponsor of the podcast. Thanks for coming back. Um, You know all the things we'd love to do for ourselves but haven't done it for whatever reason? Yeah, I'm going to buy a boat. Uh, Well, if you've wanted uh, straighter teeth and a better smile... Stop putting it off. Stop it. Uh, thanks to Candid Straightening Your Teeth, uh, uh, it's simpler, easier, and more comfortable than ever. Okay. Plus, your treatment is prescribed and monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who's an expert in tooth movement. <laughs> I, I would kill to have that on my expertise list. And it's all done from the comfort and convenience of your own home. Uh, so I, I guess you don't get uh, those COVID hands in your in your mouth. Uh, Candid only works with orthodontists, never general dentists like other companies, uh, plus supervising orthodontists will be with you every step of the way. They're clear aligners that are comfortable, removable, and practically invisible, unlike wire braces, so you can transform your smile without any goddamn person noticing and saying, what is that, a bunch of wires sticking out of your mouth? Gross. Wire boy. That's the wire boy. Avoid that pretty much. Um, the average candid treatment is just six months. You'll start seeing results way before then, and it costs thousands less than braces. Start straightening your teeth today, right now. Um, all it says, all my listeners, all our listeners can save seventy five dollars on Candid Starter Kit. Go to candidco.com slash Gus and Eddie and use code Gus and Eddie. Uh, that's candidco.com slash Gus and Eddie code. 
Gus and Eddie. Take advantage of the, this limited time offer. To save $75 on your starter kit. CandidCO.com slash Gus and Eddie. Code Gus and Eddie. I had to say that a lot of times. Uh, enjoy the rest of the podcast, boys. All right. Next question from you fucking boy at Lil Richard Nixon. They say, you are colorblind, but only to one color. What color do you choose and why? Um, if I again. if I choose if I choose black, does it just still look like black to me? Oh yeah, fuck! I'll choose gray. Gray is my colorblind. Damn color that, that you I'm broke choosing. it! You broke the system. How about this? How about this? You can only do like RGB colors, so no black, white, grayscale tone stuff. Huh? Think about think about shit that's really gonna fuck you. I feel the, like you can't you can't choose green because nature. Was just gonna say green first of all i think you can rule out green and red almost entirely you need them but for also fucking the stoplights and traffic though dude the sky for blue you're gonna get rid of blue f- and not see the sky or the ocean ever again <sighs> see okay we're keeping blue we're keeping green i, I really want to keep red red is so there's so much red even in the apartment right now that i've kind of put for like decorative shit you know i got my red backdrop futon in the stream room and everything Mm-hmm. But I feel like I feel like I won't miss out on a lot of nature with red. Like definitely some beautiful nature things. But I feel like green and blue dominate when I look outside, and yep. I can't do without those. I agree. No question, keeping green and blue. Red though, also a multitude of of really useful things that you need. First of all, and it's the one I miss be- the most. Just a poppy red, you know, yeah, like dude. it's just fucking crimson. It happens to be my favorite color. No bias here, but it's like from a survival perspective, so many warning things, both synthetically yep. created in terms of like signage and warning labels and shit, as well as in nature, like blood and all that stuff. You need to be able to see blood and identify it as such. I got to keep me some red. I feel right like now, I wouldn't be super confused about blood coming out of me if I didn't see the color of it. I I'd would, like, but I, you wouldn't know what it is because you'd say, I know blood is red. Is this mayonnaise? <laughs> what is this? You think it would be white? Red. It would be white if you were colorblind? It would be white and curdled, and it would make the sound of when you have, like, a squeeze bottle at the end. And it's just Dude, like, I think that's something with your body and not having anything to do with colorblindness. I don't know. We never know. It's the science isn't proving yet. You know who, <laughs> you know who I got against the ropes color-wise, though? I'm what? saying orange and purple not looking fucking good right now. Yeah, I honestly, I like purple, but I think purple could get fucking blown away i think even there's more applications for orange we got sunsets yeah dude i'm looking right now and i see i see all range of colors in front of me and the purple thing is the most boring yes dude also it's like if you like eating oranges and drinking orange juice right eddie yeah so you need to identify that otherwise you're gonna be eating fucking (laughs) lemons your whole life unexpectedly like was this another lemon i love this thought that if i lose one color i can't ask anyone around me for any information i just gotta be like what the (laughs) hell is this i'm sorry i I guess your goal here is to just become a burden in everyone's lives around you eddie and just i also just can't can't read a bottle i can't read a bottle so it just says tropicana juice Mm -hmm. like in my brain yeah it's just it's the like the clipping the mic out effect (laughs) yeah so i think purple purple's going Fuck purple. That's my all my hometown school colors. That's fine. Fuck it. Figure <laughs> it out. Get out of here. Oh all no. Right. I won't be able to support the Vikings anymore. 
Oh no. Uh, which I never supported. <laughs> Shoot, they're not going to be able to break my heart every fucking year. Even years when we think you have a chance. Darn it. Guess you got to switch to the Cincinnati or the Cleveland Browns, which are actually orange because you can see that. There you go. We're good. There you go. We'll figure it out. Boom. Thanks, little Richard Nixon. All right. At PSI Rockin'. By the way, PSI Rockin', what up? I know that name. Thanks for hopping into those late night pool streams all the time. Hey, boys, my school counselor thinks that going into film school isn't the best choice, but I'm interested in possibly getting a job in the film industry. Should I follow my passions or find something more stable to look into? I don't know if this is the same person that asked this on my stream as well, if you're saying he was in your chat for stream two, because there was somebody who asked me this exact question, but they also said that they were, I think, from like the Netherlands. So I was like, I can't. The school system's so much different for like cost. Yeah. We're talking the U.S. I'm sure my guess is most people who can't really afford to go to like one of the lead film schools are like, well, I could just do that to satisfy the people around me that I'm going to do this instead. And I would say, personally, it worked for me to st- just fine to not do that and just to go to community college and work on stuff. But if you can afford to go to like NYU or USC, I mean, fucking do it then. You know what I mean? Like, if you and, can afford to do it, do it. Absolutely. Like, I, I, I agree with Eddie also. I, I objectively, again... With, with any bit of future and, and school and, and work advice and stuff, the best advice that I've heard, as I've said before on the podcast, is know who is giving you the advice and why they might be giving it to you yeah, and what absolutely. is influencing their decision. I like, had a lot of friends try to influence in high school my decision, which they've apologized for since, but my decision on going into entertainment and it really was just them projecting their parents really wanting them to go to college and get yep. like really good degrees and – uh and now they're like, oh, support the hell out of you. Everything you're doing is great. And it's like, what, what about before when you were like, <laughs> yeah. when you were like, don't follow your dreams, you know? Like, yeah. Thank God I didn't listen to that. So, I mean, I don't know. Right now you're hearing advice from two guys that quote unquote that, made it in the area that they tried to. I was going to say, you're hearing it. Our advice is coming from the place of two people who definitely got lucky along with the hard work. So it's yep. like ours is obviously going to be positive, but it's like. I don't know. I think if you can't afford to go to film school, uh, just I think my advice for everybody is I think everyone should just take a take a year to either like work or go to community college right out of high school just to let things chill for a bit. Because I feel like when you're leaving high school, everything is like, don't make the wrong move or you'll be in debt like crazy or choose the wrong career. And it's like, but you, there's no rush to get there at 18 rather than 19. Like what no actually is the difference? No rush at all. And it's just like if you don't – I, I, with what Eddie's saying here too, cost-wise especially, it, personally you have so much more time and perspective and options if you just lop off a couple of fucking cheap gem, gen eds at the very least mm-hmm. at like a community college. You take a little bit of time to recalibrate. I agree. It's breakneck coming out of high school. Odds are you're involved in like extracurricular activities, sports, all sorts of shit, clubs on top of like a demanding, grueling, archaic wake kids up at the early hours of the morning, exhaust the fuck out of them during some of those important developmental years. Like you're coming off of a fucking marathon sprint there. And that doesn't mean that you need to do a hard stop on the year, but like look at maybe some cheaper options. I think that that's that's a good choice for first year students. Um, But also at the end of the day, uh, I would say those are just like financial 
advice maybe and maybe like advice of like hey maybe you can learn some of these more film centric skills online through various tutorials and shit but just don't let your parents or your guidance counselor or a couple of friends talk you out of like what you really want to do though like yeah. you you know yourself more than anybody and if it's like you really want to fucking go to film school then just fucking do it like it it, it is a risk everything you're going to do right now is going to be a huge risk you know you're incurring debt you're incurring consequences and and obligations with the people that you choose to bring into your life but like don't let some guidance counselor talk you out of some shit. Yeah, man. Like, I, I've mentioned on the podcast before, my guidance counselor uh, actually laughed at me for saying I wanted to get into entertainment and said, do your parents know about that? And my parents were super supportive, and I'm doing it now. So yeah. fuck that guy. Like, most, for real. <laughs> most people, especially people that might try to talk you out of stuff, I, I just say, depending on the career situation, it's a lot of people that are that either didn't take chances themselves or maybe have seen per- potential negative repercussions from their own personal choices or and or so just it's like they're f- coming from a place where they think that they're giving you good advice just i mean yes. just like us right here it's just the thing is yeah like you said you got to recognize how loaded that advice is especially there, i feel like there was just that feeling when i was going through high school where i'm like there are some adults who when they talk about what they did were totally sensible and never took a shot and seem to be mad that I'm going to like try and do it. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, just let me fucking, I'm pretty confident in myself. So just let me fucking try it. You know what I mean? Like if that was my thought when I was younger, I was like, if I don't try for entertainment, I'm never going to stop thinking about it and never yep. going to stop regretting it. And if you have that feeling, you just got to try it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's just, whether it's, that's film school or whether that's just going for any entertainment thing. Like even I making a YouTube agree. channel, just fucking try. You just got to dive in and just do it and stuff. And and nobody, uh, especially with some of these more per- personal goals that are not as like structurally oriented around like traditional industries and stuff like that. It, it, there comes a time where you need to fully realize, oh, nobody's going to make me do this. Like I have to be the guy that does this. Like if you're going into film school, any sort of creative stuff, it's like, sure, you can ask mom and dad to help you look at schools. You can go to her. You can sign up for stuff. You can go to your classes. You know what? I know a whole bunch of people that did all those fucking check marks. It was on last week when we were talking with Ted. It was mm-hmm. like, I know a bunch of people that just went by the numbers, and you know what they're fucking doing right now? They're it, Not that it's bad, but I know they're working in areas that completely were not what they were going to school for. Now, right. I'm not saying that's a waste of time and money, but I'm just saying these are people that went to school for a specific thing and aren't working even remotely close to that specific thing. Right. And I think a lot of the times it's people that didn't take a lot of initiative outside the classroom. If you want to be good at something, you have to look at YouTube tutorials. You have yeah, to you put can't, it into practice. You can't use uh, school as this like safety net of like, oh, it'll just work for me because I'm putting in the work here. But also, yeah. I, we, we don't fucking... You, you ever think about... I, sometimes I'm like, damn, when it comes to like the t- you know uh, parallel universes, I'm like, am I just in like the luckiest one for me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like every other parallel universe is me just like still figuring out some community college stuff. And just like not really knowing what to do. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like we were so fucking gifted with these jobs, man. And that's the thing is like, I would have still tried to work it out. That's not even like a negative timeline thing, but I just feel like, you know, to be, to be given that like ease of, Oh shit, I don't really have to worry about it as much anymore. Like that's great. 
Oh, without a doubt, dude. You know what? And that's because reminds... we took a risk. We went for our dreams. We did. This you, this reminds me of something, uh, and it's like, I, not that I want it to be a huge thing, but like, I wouldn't mind bringing it back when we remember it, uh, but we were doing Boy of the Week for a while and just like oh, shouting yeah. out somebody like smaller too, because um, so many people did that for us, and, and it was like a huge help. Uh, yeah. And it, and it just reminded me now, uh, Dave Michelfatrick showed me this this guy that was doing some stuff. Clearly a younger dude. I just want to say this guy, Jack Pop, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's just a dude making sketches with his buddies and stuff. Really cool. fucking fun. I don't know how old the guy is. He seems extraordinarily young, maybe still in high school. But it's just like, this fucking dude gets it really wanna, early on. You want to shoot uh, a channel link in the Discord right now so Tony can uh, grab that later? Channel link in the Discord. Jack Pop, keep doing what you're doing. Don't let anyone talk you out of it. Because you absolutely yep. have it figured out. And you, I can I absolutely tell right away. Also, I just want to say, it's like, I'm sure there's some people listening where it's like, they don't fucking know what they're talking. It's like, we can't, we don't like you. We're just answering the question. Yeah, we don't. You know yeah. what I mean? Like when it really, when it comes down to is when you're 17 and you're looking for any advice of where to go, nobody, including yourself really knows anything. It's all just like, well, hopefully this will work. Cause I feel like so many people that we went to high school with got this rude awakening where when you're leaving high school for them, it's like. If you have a good academic path, it seems like everything is just like, oh, this will all definitely happen. I followed yep. the rules. I got the right GPA, or GPA. Like I'm good getting into this good school. It's all just got to work. And then life comes in and just starts pounding on you. You know, yeah. it's just like there. So nobody really knows. But um, your 20s, no matter what, are exciting and fun. So uh, not no matter what, but you know what I mean? Like you can make some real fun times out of it, no matter what school you go to. I, I had a ton of fun in community college just drinking with Tony and uh, my friend Zach and Charlie. So yeah. like whatever whatever you do, you're not going to like hate your life because you didn't make a certain decision. Just do what you feel is right. I, I absolutely believe that. That's a good end note on that. Uh, and I don't know anything. <laughs> how, how about Eddie? You know yes. what I do know. What? How's, how's, it, how's about how's about you and me? How about we open a little piece of? <laughs> um, I I didn't grab mail. Should I grab one piece of mail? Yeah, fuck it up. Why not? Okay, I'll be right back. Well, how many you got down there? All right, <laughs> fucking ignore me as usual. Hi guys, Wilson. Welcome to the Gus's sweaty podcast because his fucking friend hates him. All right, this comes to us from Alan T. From Parker, Texas. What's going on, Alan T? Got the T for Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. Thanks for sending us a big package. Let me just get into this. Where's my Where's my custom complimentary Gus and Eddie podcast knife? Yo, also, if somebody's what's out up? there, I'll have no way of proving it. Oh, I'm just talking to my boys directly real quick. Um, just kind of a personal well, no, thing. Just you like can just tell me and include me in on the conversation. Right no, away. okay. Well, we'll try to backtrack. It'll be watered down, but of course, here we are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just was gonna say I'm holding like the black and gold flip knife that we got, and I'm like, yo, uh-huh. somebody sent us this like probably almost two full years ago. I have used this fucking thing, and I know Eddie's used the knives and shit for like. Thousands oh, of applications. Thank you. Yeah, there are some things in the apartment that I just have like decorative or or like tools that we've been sent that I just keep using. Absolutely. Um, do you remember that carved Gus and Eddie uh, pocket knife, like a carved wood that said Gus and Eddie oh, podcast that one's on it? Beautiful. Yeah. I still. Got, yeah, I have that one on the show. That one's a fucking okay. great one. This is from our boy Joe. Okay. Um, I'm. I I don't understand what I'm seeing right now. Hold on. It's just a bunch of. 
Rubber bands on what looks to be um, some kind of a car ad? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> what? I'm just very confused. Okay, if I open this. What? What it? Okay, there's car. I think it was just a cardboard cover to something. Thank dude, God. I am dude. so confused. Oh, oh, it's this Boy Sport Boys. This is so fucking cool. Okay, hold what on. Let it? me just let me send it in the Discord, um, and then Tony, you'll you can throw up this image, um, uh, because you know I want everyone to see it clearer than me just turning it. Um, but what what are you opening? I'll, I'll read the note in a second. I got a little bit of a pink sweatshirt or some shit in here. This is from our boy Alan T from from Parker, Texas. Oh, looks like we got a couple of shirts going on in here. Yo. This from Tristan. Boy support boys from Tristan. Thank you. Yo. Help block hoodie. Let me take a peek at this. Also, I uh, I sent the uh, the photo. Let me take a peek at that photo. Yo, that is a fucking that's some good art, my dude. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Wow, Should I read really the note? Clean. Yeah, read the note while I show off this pink ass sweatshirt. Okay, hey boys. Oh wait, it said Joe on the thing, but this says Max. Sorry, Max. Apologies. Hey boys, I'm Max. I'm not an artist, but I do a lot of drawings like this, with the words and the arrows being a phrase. Uh, wait, a phrase or word that means something to me. I figured I'd do a boys support boys one to have something I can send you guys. It's in the rubber banded cardboard. I didn't want it to bend. Very smart, Max. The podcast really helps me feeling, uh, or helps keep me feeling good when I'm feeling down, and this is my way of being a part of it. Uh, tell, uh, tell Nathan he's a cool fella, and Emmett he's a fucking nerd for me, would ya? All right, Nathan, you're cool, Emmett. I'm sorry if you watch the podcast and he just told me to call you a fucking nerd, but what's up, you fucking nerd? (laughs) (laughs) Got him. Thanks, Max. Appreciate ya. We got some beautiful ass shirts here from Alan T. Thank you, Max. Just want to picture them right now. Um, I, here, let me see. Oh, lots of stuff here. Just want to be succinct. Hey, boys, I'm aware that my original note may be too long to read on the podcast, but <laughs> that's funny. Uh, but I just wanted to thank both Gus and Eddie for being such huge inspirations to me for so long. You've helped me through so much shit in my life. The respect I have for you is amazing. My name's Tristan. I'm 17 years old. I'm about to move to Arizona for college. Oh, boy. I, tough time, dude. Fucking good luck yeah. on that. I've always been told to choose my dream, to chase my dreams and reach out to those who are achieving them. So here you go. The Boys Support Boys movement is so wholesome and I love how positive you guys are. In the package, I gave you guys a shirt and a hoodie from my own brand that I just started. This is one of my first steps in chasing some of my dreams and I'm so proud of what I've made so far. I figured Gus would enjoy the Cinerama style one more. That's a, It is a beautiful one. Ooh. I know there's no chance of this happening, but if you want to check out my stuff on Insta, my Instagram is at Tristan underscore art. And the website is allantofficial.com. Hey, you know what, Tristan? For fucking 17? This shit is really fucking good. Dude, for any age. I don't even want to have it be a for 17 thing. This this is really some cool fucking t-shirt shit. This is beautiful. So, best of luck to you, Tristan. Good luck in Arizona. I probably Dude, won't go there because it's 1,000 degrees, but hello. It's real nice. Sometimes I really think about I see, like, you know, threads on the podcast subreddit. By the way, guys, if you're not in the subreddit, r slash Gus and Eddie, get in there. Um, but uh, it's just weird. It's just thinking, like, there are people that have just been, well, I mean, not that it's it, you get any extra points for being here for a long time, but around for these, like, two years and it's just like we do this show with with questions with everybody and send it in mail and it really is like we just do this show with like 
like a hundred thousand, couple hundred thousand people, <laughs> which is fucking crazy. It's this beautiful kind of, I don't know, during the pandemic stuff, it's just nice to realize we got this group of people that are like, hey, I'm going to listen in every week. Warms yeah. my heart. Warms and my cold little skeleton heart. Absolutely. And I know that we haven't said it in a while, uh, be, but we used to say it pretty much every episode. But again, like the podcast is just doing really fucking well. And it's reaching, like Eddie said, like hundreds of thousands of people every week. So the fact that the pandemic didn't uh, end the podcast, I'm very happy. The fact that the podcast has done better during the pandemic yeah. has really made me feel very good because it's like it really I mean, I we thought what we were going to be doing this for like a couple of weeks when we started it. And it's like the fact Hopefully. that the podcast, is, I think because uh, we still miss the set, but I still think the podcast is pretty much the same other than the fact that we're like face to face. Yeah. And, and it really, like Eddie said, it's like especially during the pandemic to not only serve survive but to be thriving so well with the show like it, it really is a testament to the people that that stick around to watch and come back and make memes and engage with what we're doing so we notice you P- fucking thank you you make our lives yeah. so much more enjoyable and easy thank you thank you boys thank you um also uh, uh content wise i want to share uh to to those people as well working on a couple of new videos this time i'm actually feeling like insanely productive lately and so i think i'm i'm i've said it before but i really think i'm gonna make a i said it back in may and i uploaded two videos in like a week and a half so i'm gonna keep my fucking word this time so we got some new content coming out subscribe to my fucking channel you losers dude fucking nerds do it you idiot you're missing it you're missing it oh my god well we can't rewind it's the 50s and there's no tivo you missed it bitch sorry what oh shit i missed it i didn't even get to see it just fucking weird it's like i never i never even think about doing this because i think like we've said before i always just assume the people that are watching the podcast and stuff or the people that watch us elsewhere and already Mm -hmm. know about our other shit and then are coming over here but it's like there's a ton of people that like i've i've even seen in like people find us on spotify people just fucking find us dude we eddie first of all eddie's channel is one of the best channels on youtube go subscribe to eddie's channels yeah it is so it's pretty much fuck damn it he didn't counter mine's better though for the record um (laughs) anyway if you're watching us because you just stumbled across across the podcast this isn't even most of what we do guy like yeah we do youtube and twitch and all sorts of other shit like Mm -hmm. thanks for just fucking with us whatever you're doing anyway that's rad of you so that's it for <gasps> mail. that was it for mail <clears throat> that was that's um, that's mail if everyone was wondering if that was it for mail that was it like so. we, we could do so there's no more mail there isn't any no there's no we're not going to open any more mail we could keep the mail shut yeah no that's what i'm saying is we'll just stop doing mail for today and then we'll start it back up another week so that's it for mail. For t- t- what it's do I not t- that hard. It's just word. That's it for mail. You said it first, and I just repeated it. So we're done with mail, and let's move on. Okay. Um. Did you want to talk about the mail, or did you? Did I want to talk? No. The mail is. D- we're done with the segment. Let's move on okay. to the next okay. thing. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Um. <sighs> Don't ask me about the mail again, dude. No, it's, I won't. I won't ask you about the mail. At. At. What who says um, if you had to replace a small two by two inch patch of skin with some material, any material, uh, what would it be? I think a match strike anus with metal. Anus with metal is what my answer was. Go ahead. He thinks what? 
why would I, I, I can finish it, but I just want to circle back. Why would you want to replace your anus with metal? Hey, you know, Darth Vader, Darth Vader made the mistake of uh, leaving the hole open on the Death Star. Got to protect it. You know what I'm saying? I want to hear more about this Darth Mater guy, though. This sounds like a fun crossover. <laughs> Darth Mater. <laughs> Luke, I'm your father. Oh, God. <laughs> Where are the younglings? <laughs> I'm gonna fucking the Death Star is leaking. Get the Promisec OTC. Oh my god! <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I would. This guy makes a good point, though. What? What did he say? They I say, interrupted. So they're like, I think a match striking strip would be cool for utility. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's kind of cool, but also like that's kind of just a one thing. That's one thing you could do with it. Yeah. Also, I mean, get a lighter, and <laughs> you don't need. That. Yeah, and yeah. If it's two inches, I can fit an entire bic lighter onto that too. <laughs> the material you choose is bic <laughs> lighter. Just light. It's <laughs> just lighters. Yeah. Fuck. I don't know. See, you could make the argument. Patch of skin. You know what? I, you know what might be nice is what? if I'm just thinking cold-hearted survival. If you replaced, like, the webbing on one of your hands with a magnifying glass, you could start fires pretty much anywhere. Wait. Eh? Wait. You know what I'm saying, boys? So what does that even look like, though? So you're not saying just glass. You're saying a magnifying glass. A magnifying is it a glass. circle? Can it's you, like... C- can you close your fingers? Oh, wait. Yeah, because it's a two-by-two two patch, so it has to be the full square. Fuck, it would probably keep not. Your, it would keep you... Like, you'd have a peace sign and a fucking monocle, pretty much, for oh, no that, reason. You'd look like the thing in Pan's Labyrinth, where you could stick your <laughs> eyes through it and be like, Hello! Tony, um, Tony, uh, no, it's too late. But if there is time, edit my eyes on my hands like the. Why like do you always ask the most elaborate edits of him? Tony, we, get my eyes blinking. Just so everyone knows, we're giving the podcast to Tony today on Sunday. It has to be up in less than 24 hours. And Gus is asking him to edit Pan's Labyrinth eyes on his hands. Wait, Tony, I'll do, it. I'll do it for you in real time here. I can't see it. I'm doing it. Oh, fuck. I give this one two pupils. I guess I just got to make the pupils be bigger. <laughs> I guess I got to make the pupils be bigger is what you said. Here, Tony, I'll edit it in for you. This is the last thing you see before you die. Oh, God. I don't even want to see it. All right, Tony, I got you this this week, but bring your own sharpie <laughs> next week. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking know what I'd replace. Probably... Uh, because then you got to assume, like, I, I almost want to choose just a patch of skin where there's not a lot of, like, fucking tendrils and nerves and shit going around. So, like, maybe yeah. something on my arm. But then it's like, what would be of use? Because if it's just material, you know. I like got it, you. Ready? What is it? So um, you, you get a, a, a metal square on your shoulder because it's okay. away from everything else. And then you get a tattoo of um, uh, Steve from Minecraft hitting it with an axe. Dude, and it's like fucking he's mining ore. Yeah, exactly. So that's pretty much what I would do other than, you know, metal anus, but let's move on. What why what do you think you would do with your metal anus though? Like block things? Like poop from coming in? <laughs> what about the poop on the other side? Block things from coming out. It's pretty much just a gate, you know? It's not really like a gate so, that's well it's a gate that's welded shut mainly, but so you make that decision, and you pretty much just started like maybe a hundred hour tops countdown to when you fucking explode. No, I'll figure it out. 
you'll figure it out in a hundred hours. You're gonna f- so figure I mean, it out. Yeah, I suppose you could get like a colostomy bag or something, but then it's like, why would you? I already own one. <laughs> 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 My personal colostomy bag. I quit renting years ago. I made the choice. <laughs> <laughs> I actually mine's a timeshare. <laughs> Time. <laughs> I get it uh, April in two years. Yeah, a couple weeks. I got duster off. It's going over to the Hendersons through the winter. They're from Florida, so. Oh, dude. Um, I, uh, rewatched that documentary. I don't know if you ever heard of it. The Queen of Versailles. It's about this like um, this this couple where the the guy is like a, a timeshare mogul in Vegas, like and he kind of loses all his money while he was building the largest home in America. Oh. And they would fucking sell like a Vegas apartment timeshare for. I think they said like that you would get it every other year for like one weekend, and it was like forty grand. Because they what? sell them on, because they sell them on. You're gonna come back for the rest of your life, and then you're gonna. It's gonna pass down to your kids. So it's in the long run worth your money, and then people fucking buy it. Wow, it's crazy, crazy, dude. <clears throat> Different time. It was. I feel like timeshares are so widely known as like a scam now. But even then, it was like 2008, 2009. So that's uh, so weird. You know what I remember doing when I was a kid though too is. Uh, a number of our family vacations were at timeshares. We never mm-hmm. owned them, but it was always just like someone needs Friends. to offload. Like, but no, my That's mom great. would fucking scour. Like, like one time there was like a friend situation, but she'd scour like eBay and like all these listings and stuff, where then she could like cross verify the the like property and stuff. Like, that's smart. If you if people that need to make the little bit of money back on their timeshare, taking advantage of that isn't a scam. That's true. That's very true. Um, isn't it weird? Aren't the at the wilderness in the Dells? People who don't know that that's a resort at the water park capital of the world uh, in Wisconsin. Um, doesn't aren't like you remember? There's the the like Dino water park area, and I'm pretty sure all the hotel rooms in that area are timeshares. Oh yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Did did you ever go to the Three Bears Lodge? Shit, there? is that in the Dells too? It's it's very near the Dells. There's a couple things like like. Three Bears Lodge. It used to be the the Jellystone Park where it was like it was the uh, Yogi Bear kind of theme thing. And then oh it, it, oh yeah no I've been yeah I've I, I would go camping at the Yogi Bear parks all the time and oh, then they cool, had the cool. cabins too right. I think so. Like I I just remember when we were so young I was still in middle school. Like our family went and we did a vacation there with my mom's like brother and her family and kids and shit. And we were just in like this giant like two story like probably four bedroom two bathroom like just it, they just like copied and pasted like a thousand of these cabins and just had uh-huh. streets full of them so it was like you rent a cabin out but the, but it's right next door to somebody and you just get it for a weekend and then you go into the main area to like go in the water park and the arcade mm-hmm. and shit like that kind of situation and my my younger little cousin uh, was like really stomach ill, and she gave C diff to everybody. Like, wait, what is that? It's like horrible. Like, just you're you're getting vomit and diarrhea for like a week or two. And my dad had to be oh, like man. hospitalized for a little bit for it and shit. And like, so that's my one memory of that whole area. Is we ever we always drive there and remember like we're like. Remember when cousin blank and blank like made everyone just fucking shit their brains out for two <laughs> weeks over there? Dude, you you wanted me to hit you with a crazy nostalgia feeling? Let me set the scene, right? Yeah, this yeah. just reminded me of it. So I think there was all, there's you know a couple of Yogi Bear parks that you can camp at, and this mm-hmm. one I believe was in Illinois. So okay, I'm like I think ten or eleven, right? 
Yeah. I'm I'm in a pop-up camper at a campsite at Yogi Bear. It is almost Halloween. It's one of the weekends before Halloween. I'm I'm in the pop-up camper on on a DVD player, a portable DVD player. Tony and I are watching the Scooby-Doo movie. Oh man. And then we decide to go out and we walk out and there's a bonfire going and my parents give me glow sticks to crack. We're there on that weekend cuz you could trick or treat. So I got to do two trick or treat weekends in a year cuz you could they they would throw Halloween there too. So we crack our glow sticks and maybe I have some s'mores and then they had like a convenience store in the camping park with also like a mini like concession stand mm-hmm. this concession stand had fucking bosco sticks baby oh man no so you oh. go there with your little glow stick there's yogi bear merch all around you get a couple of bosco sticks you finish that i come back my dad has got a uh and i highly recommend anybody gets this it's for bonfires it's a clamp that's two it's like two shapes of uh white bread and you put the, a grilled, what would be the grilled cheese ingredients in it, and you hold it over the bonfire. Yep. The bonfire makes you a grilled cheese. Genius. And that was probably the last time I was happy. <laughs> 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 no, that was just like, I fucking loved that shit. I just, oh, and also, um, then I'd go back, and in, in the night, I'd, I'd quietly under the blanket open my Game Boy Advance SP, and I would, uh, I would uh, fucking uh, play Pokemon Sapphire. Man. And that was. That was a real trip to even remember that when you mentioned Yogi Bear. Oh man, dude, do you think like any of those like Bosco sticks are like still there? Any of the original, the ones they cooked when I was ten? Well, I mean, yeah, I just like, were there any left like when you left or what? Oh, as in you're gonna maybe make the drive back in the past to try and get some? Well, hey, like I you you saw the Bosco sticks first, like so if you if you want to get them, they are yours. No, right? Yeah, and no, I will. I just completely unrelated. I might need to duck out right now for non-Bosco reasons, non-Bosco Bosco stick reasons. Okay. Do you want to trust that? But you're not going to leave right now, too. Like you're going to stay. No, here I'm going to. I'll keep doing the podcast for like an hour or two. Okay. So, but I can go get the or just go real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Yogi. Yeah, put the put the Bosco sticks on on layaway for me. <laughs> this fucking sucker, am I right, guys? <sighs> I meant to say put it away, not put it on layaway. That was a mistake for the bit. I made a mistake, and I'm sorry. What do you mean they're gone?